This episode of Full Armor Radio is brought to you by CR101 Radio Network. CR101 Radio Network is a Christian reconstruction internet radio station that hosts and broadcasts lectures, sermons, and podcasts 24-7. You can learn more at cr101radio.com. We're also brought to you by GCS Apprenticeship Program, which is dedicated to training the next generation of Christian teachers so they can own and operate successful and profitable Christian schools. You can learn more at gcsapprenticeship.com. And now to the show. Hey, and welcome to another episode of Evangelism Encounters. I'm your host, John O'Rourke. Um, in this episode, we'll be sitting in on a conversation I had with, with a young man who is a professing Christian, um, a guy who says he, he grew up Catholic kind of part of the time and then was Baptist later on and then just hasn't been in, in church for a while and he's, he's doubting somewhat um, if the Bible is legitimate or not and that's some of the conversation. We get the gospel across to him. Um, as, as is typical, um, he's a guy who, who thought that getting to heaven was based upon how good of a person he would be. Um, but of course, we go through the gospel and show that um, everyone's a sinner. Everybody deserves God's justice. And the only way to be saved is to trust alone in Jesus Christ. So I hope this conversation is helpful to you. This, this is very typical. This is very normal, especially for people um, who live or grew up in a Bible Belt type area um, in America. They have um, no true understanding of Christianity, but just know a little bit about the Bible, something that they've picked up you know, from church here and there, maybe from their parents. So this is typical. This is normal. This is probably the vast majority of people that I've talked to have held this worldview of um, saying they're a Christian but not understanding the gospel. Um, and this, even for me, this is how I was, you know, all the way up until I was 17, until I was born again. So um, it's important that we share the gospel with, with everybody around us, even those who are professing to be Christians, because it doesn't mean that they understand the gospel just because they say they're a Christian. So I hope this is helpful, and I hope you enjoy it. So what do you think will happen after you die? Let me think. Um, see, I'm pretty religious, so I think you go to heaven, but at the same time, I'm the person who needs to see actual proof. <laughs> like, you know, you hear things back then about the Bible and all that. And I'm like, I actually would want to see something happen. But literally, nobody knows what happens after that. I think you go to heaven, or <laughs> it's pretty scary. But if you're sitting in, like, a pitch black room and you're kind of just like, I don't know, like you're sleeping forever. So you're, like, constantly dreaming of all the memories you've had in your life. I'm, like, 50-50 on those right now. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. So do you believe that God exists? Then? Yes, I do. Okay. Do you so? Do you think the Bible is God's word to man? Um. Yeah. Okay. So then, what does the Bible say about the afterlife? Well, it says you go to heaven or you go to hell if you, you know, were not a good person, a sinner. Right. So if so if so since the Bible's God's word, don't you think that God would know what happens after death? Yes, He would. <laughs> so. Wouldn't that mean it's heaven or hell then? Yes, it would, but I'm like, I had like, there's like a tiny sliver of me, just think like, scared if that's actually what okay. would happen, I don't know. Well, <laughs> let's see, so so since God in the Bible says it's, it's heaven or hell, if you were to die, like today, mm-hmm. and you were to stand before God, yeah. and he says, 
you know, AJ, why should I let you into heaven? Right. How would you answer that? Um, well, I'd look back on my life and know that obviously everyone's a sinner, mm-hmm. but I wasn't, you know, a terrible person. Um, I loved my family. I was a good, I was just overall good person. I mm-hmm. think that's how he, you know, lets people in. It's only the really bad, evil people that know they're doing something wrong and want to do something wrong that would go to hell and, you know, for eternity. Do you, do you know what God's standard of goodness is in the Bible? Um, no. <laughs> you know the Ten Commandments? Yes. You know those. Do you know some of them? Like, like one of them would be like, have, have you ever told a lie in your life? Yes. Me too. I mean, I mean, yeah. Countless. <laughs> I can exactly. tell you how So that's one of them. Um, you ever stole anything of any value? Yes, that's another commandment, right? Yeah. You're refreshing me. Yeah. And you also asked me a question, and I was like, I never know. <laughs> like, nobody knows the answer to this, obviously, so. <laughs> well, like I said, God would know, right? Right. And has God told us? No. So do you think Well, he, I mean, he has, but <laughs> he hasn't come down and said, hey, oh, AJ, this is, this is how it is. Okay. So you're kind of questioning whether the Bible's legit or not, then. I mean... I guess a little bit, not in a bad way. It's just I'm just a person that needs to see straight up proof, proof. But yeah, I don't know. What would be so? <laughs> so you're not sure. What's what's the reason why you're not sure if the Bible is accurate? Um, I don't know. Just because it was from however many years ago, type thing. Yeah, it, I mean it's, it's it's just crazy to me how it's carried. You know that has literally carried on for centuries. The Bible. It has. It's almost two thousand years old. Yeah. Um, but do you, so do you know that the New Testament was written in Greek? Mm-hmm. Okay. And we have copies of New Testament books that are very close to when it was originally written. Right. You know, just a few decades after it was originally written. So we have. We know what like John wrote in the Bible. Yeah. We know what they wrote. It's not a question of whether it's like been messed up over time because we have early copies of them mm-hmm. the question is whether what they wrote was god's word or not right because we know what john said like in the gospel of which john which to me that'd be something kind of hard to lie about you know how many texts they have in the bible like i was just looking at the bible the other day in church i'm like yeah there's literally you know 24 25 26 like all these different you know mm-hmm. writings so i'm like yeah i mean that's yeah. pretty accurate and, but... and they are they are witnessed by hundreds of people the events <laughs> You know that are claimed like Jesus rising from the dead mm-hmm. was witnessed by over 500 people. Right. So that's pretty good evidence. And the thing know. with the the blind man where he gave him sight, mm-hmm. I was like, that's that's pretty crazy. And that was witnessed by a lot of people. Yeah. Even, even people that hated Jesus, they right. still knew it happened. They just didn't like Jesus. So, so my question before was, you know, God has the standard of goodness, the Ten Commandments, and you know, we've said that we've lied and we've stolen. Jesus said, if you look at a woman with lust that you're not married to, mm-hmm. that's adultery in the heart. Right. Have you done that? I mean, yeah. Me too, yeah. right? So the, mm-hmm. po- the point is, is pretty obvious, I think, is that you and I and everybody else has broken the Ten Commandments, mm-hmm. all of them, yeah. you know, over and over and over again in our For lives. Sure. So do you know, according to the Bible, how good of a person you would have to be to earn a place in heaven? I actually don't know. Yeah, and this is really key. I'm, I'm interested. <laughs> this is what Jesus said in Matthew 5, verse 48. Mm-hmm. He says, you must be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. Mm-hmm. 
So the standard is you have to have kept the Ten Commandments perfectly without one single failure. And that's impossible with original sin. Boom, you got it, yeah. exactly. So all of us are, are guilty from original sin and from our actual sins, what we do. Mm -hmm. So that means if God were to judge us based upon looking at our lives, what we have done, will he find us innocent or guilty then? I mean, he would find us, he would find us guilty. Right, obviously, like you said. So would that mean then heaven or hell based on that alone? Then that would be hell, right? But right. He gives us a chance. <laughs> right, so there is, there is a way of salvation. But it's not by trying to be a good boy, <laughs> you know? Right. Because that's what you had said before, it's by trying to be good. But this, the reason that won't work is because the standard is perfection, mm -hmm. and we haven't done it, right? Yeah. So we deserve to go to hell because, like you said, we're sinners. And God doesn't just do the thing where, like, well, hopefully you've done a little bit more good than bad. The reality yeah. is we haven't. And secondly, that doesn't, that doesn't, that's not how God operates because he's good. Yeah. Like, if I was in a, on trial in a court before a judge, and I said, yeah, you know, I robbed, you know, 25 liquor stores, and I killed a couple people, mm -hmm. but I also give to charity, and I, you know, I'm yeah. nice to people, uh -huh. he still can't let me go, even though I'm claiming to do good things. He's like, yeah, but you also broke the law, mm -hmm. and that's mm -hmm. what matters. So since you and I have lied and stolen and lusted, and et cetera, et cetera, he can't just let us go. That would be unjust. Yes. You know? Yeah. So we deserve hell. So what did God do so that guilty people don't have to go to hell? Like go to hell? Purgatory? Is that what it is? Or no? No, purgatory is made up. Oh. Purgatory is the idea that if you're not, if you haven't been good enough to go to heaven, then you'll go to this middle ground place. It's not heaven or hell, and then you'll earn your way to get to heaven. That's not in the Bible anywhere. Mm -hmm. That's a Roman Catholic thing. It's a, it's a superstitious thing. It has to do with Jesus. What did Jesus do? What did Jesus do? So Jesus came and he lived a life that was perfect. Mm -hmm. He kept the law perfectly. And then he went and died on the cross. Yeah. And then he rose again from the dead. Those are the main things that he did. I, I'm guilty of breaking the law, right? Like I said. Therefore, I deserve justice from God. A mm -hmm. penalty. I deserve hell. Jesus' death on the cross is his dying in the place of the sinner taking the penalty for them. So instead of me getting hell for my sins, Jesus is taking the punishment for my sins instead of me. So God, can, God has to deal out justice. And it's yeah. gonna be dealt out on you or it can be dealt out on Jesus. Those are the two options. If it's on you, it's hell. If it's on Jesus, then your penalty has been paid. Does that make sense? Yeah. And like I said before, the standard to go to heaven is perfection. Well, Jesus was perfect. His, he kept the law perfectly. So just like my sin can be transferred over to him and he takes the penalty, his righteousness, his law-keeping can be transferred over to me. Mm -hmm. So what is, now what do I look like before God? Not guilty because Jesus took the penalty and perfectly righteous because Jesus gives me his law-keeping on my account. It's kind of like if I earned, if I earned, worked really hard and earned a million dollars and then I just transfer it to your bank account. Yeah. See, now it's yours, it's on your account, but you didn't earn it. Right. That's what Jesus' righteousness is like. I don't have any of my own because I sin all the time. But Jesus earned it and he transfers it to my account. Got it. So now before God, I'm dressed in Jesus' righteousness. Mm -hmm. No longer looking guilty. The penalty has been paid for by Jesus. So now God can accept me. Got it, yes. See, yeah. so that yeah. standard of be perfect to go to heaven is not met by me. It's met by Jesus for me. His perfection is credited to me. Mm -hmm. 
and my penalty is taken by him on the cross. Got it. So that's how God can be just and still give out the penalty that people deserve, mm-hmm. but also be merciful to sinners and save them from hell. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does make sense. So the question earlier was, why should God let you into heaven? What do you think the answer should be then? Why, he sh- why should he let me into heaven? Well, because well, Jesus would, you know, basically, I don't know, cover up for me because that's what he did. He died on the cross for that reason. Right. So, do you know, how do you get, how do you receive that salvation? Because Jesus died, but not everybody's saved, so people have to become saved. How do you, how, how does somebody receive the forgiveness that Jesus accomplished? Um, I don't know, when you're honest and you're true to yourself, I guess, and you know that you're actually, like, I don't know how to explain it, it's pretty hard to explain like you actually have a relationship with God, and then, yeah. <laughs> so, so here's the here's the interesting. Everybody has a relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Either they're enemies of God, or they're reconciled to God. Naturally, because we're sinners, we're His enemies. We we rebel against Him. We sin against Him, and we're not forgiven. Mm-hmm. In order to receive forgiveness, though, the Bible talks about trusting or having faith in what Jesus did. Mm-hmm. Having faith in Jesus. So instead of trusting in your own good works, your own obedience, see, if I, if I stood before God and said, you should let me to heaven because I've been good, I'm trusting in myself, and he would say, well, you haven't been good, you've, you've been a sinner, and you're guilty, so I have to send you to hell. Yeah. But instead, if I don't trust in myself, and I instead say, no, don't look at what I've done, God, look at what Jesus did. He took the penalty for me, right. and, and he kept the law for me. That is what faith is. And that's what you're saying, God, look at what Jesus did. And that's the key. That's how you're saved. It's not by obedience or trying to be a good person. It's by saying, I'm not a good person. I trust that what Jesus did will count for me. Got it. That's, okay. why, that's why the Bible says salvation is a free gift. Mm-hmm. Because you didn't do anything to earn it. Jesus right. earned it, and he gives it to you for free. Got it, yeah. And when, when somebody really trusts in Jesus, they're also going to repent of their sins. You know what it means to repent? Yeah. So it's, yeah, like turning your back on your sin. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I realize I'm a sinner and I hate my sin. I don't want to be the lustful, you know, thieving liar that I've been. Mm-hmm. I want to turn my back on my sin. Because, because God has been so gracious as to give Jesus as the Savior, mm-hmm. right? So in order to receive forgiveness, you just got to trust in Jesus and repent of your sins. That's it. It's not by trying to turn your life around, but trying yeah. to be a good person. It's by what Jesus did. Awesome. Does that make sense? No, yeah, no. I mean, yeah. I seriously didn't know that. I've been in church, you know, growing up as a kid, but like, it's good to see it that way. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, there's, that's what's called the gospel. It means good news. I hope you can see why it is good news, because yeah. the bad news is, is that we're all deserving of hell, but the good news is that we can be forgiven by Jesus. By Jesus, yeah. By trusting That's, that's why he came down here. That's right. You know. Right. So, do you know this Bible verse? It's the wages of sin is death. So it's Romans 6.23, the wages of sin is death. And this is a good summary of what I just told you. Okay. What are wages? Something that you earn, right? Mm-hmm. Like a paycheck. Mm-hmm. So by sinning, you earn death. Okay? Death, hell. You're in hell. By sinning. Because that's what you deserve. Yeah. But then the second part of the verse says, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Jesus. So the difference between a wage and a gift 
is that they're opposites. Mm -hmm. If it's your birthday and somebody gives you a birthday present. You didn't earn it. You didn't spend your own money on it. Exactly. You don't pull out your it wallet. Gets. It's free. Yeah, it's free to you. They, they purchased it and give it to you. Yeah. So salvation is like that. Jesus purchases it and gives it to you for free. Cool. If you try to earn salvation mm -hmm. by being good, you actually earn death because you can't be good. Remember, you have to be perfect. Yeah. So you sin. So the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God's eternal life in Jesus. That's it. Don't try to earn salvation by trying to be obedient because you can't meet the standard of perfection. Instead, deny that you have any goodness and trust in what Jesus did instead. So there's just one more thing. Do you know what it means to be born again? Have you heard that? I've heard it, but yeah. I'm not sure. So that's straight out of the Bible. That's John chapter 3. Jesus talks about being born again. And what it means is that God has taken that rebel sinner and he has given them a new heart mm -hmm. so that they no longer desire the things that they used to desire, being continuous rebellion against God and sinning. They turn to Jesus and then they strive to obey God, this is the key, not to try to earn salvation, mm -hmm. but merely out of thankfulness to God for giving salvation as a free gift. See that difference there? So when somebody's born again, that's what makes them a Christian. That's what makes them born again, makes them, it's, it's their conversion. So the big question is though, is that how can somebody know if they've been born again? There, there are three main things. Jesus says that you'll know a person by their fruit, like you know a tree by its fruit. So if yeah. you see a tree with apples on it, that tips you off to know it's an apple tree, yeah, right? Yeah. So the person who's born again is going to bear certain fruits. There's gonna be certain things that appear in their life that prove that they've been born again. Got it. And we've already talked about it. One of them is a genuine trusting in Jesus for salvation and not trusting in yourself, so mm -hmm. that faith. The second is genuine repentance, hating your sin. And the third is striving for obedience to God out of thankfulness and not trying to earn salvation by works. Those three things gotta be there if they're not there, the person's not born again. Those are the fruit that prove that you're born again. So if you're trusting in yourself, mm -hmm. you're not trusting in Jesus alone for salvation. That would show that you haven't been converted yet, you haven't been born again yet by God. If you're not repentant, mm -hmm. you don't really care about your sin, that's a big deal. Right. That is a bad sign too. So what God called everybody to do was to repent and to trust in Jesus alone for their salvation. Right, in order to be saved. So, like we said before, why should God let you into heaven? For those three things. Well, what, why, what's the basis for God letting you into heaven? Because of Jesus. Yeah. Jesus uh, alone, yeah. yeah. So do you do you believe that? Yes, no, I do. Now you do. <laughs> yes, but like seriously, like, yeah, I just need, like people have explained that to me before, and right. it, yeah, I just, takes a lot for me to process it but yeah, yeah. it's it's very very interesting and eye-opening for sure yeah do you th do you see yourself as a sinner well yeah 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 and that's really important because if you don't think you're a sinner you won't see any need for Jesus mm -hmm. but if you realize that you have no hope in yourself you got to go find hope in, in what Christ has done right has done. so can I ask you something else can you tell me a little bit more about, so you, you, when we started talking, we're on the edge about the Bible. 
you were not sure even about like the afterlife, like is there heaven, heaven or hell, or is it just maybe something else? Can you tell me a little more like what what are the things that are maybe causing you some doubts about the Bible? Um, it's not really a lot of doubts. If I'm being honest, it's just that I haven't been to church in a while. Okay. And I used to go all the time as a kid, and like that's when you believe it. And then I got to college, and it just was one of those things where you kind of go every once in a while. Mm-hmm. And it's not like I started really completely doubting it. It's just like it wasn't part of my life anymore. Yeah. But I really, I actually do believe in heaven. Okay. So. And that that's that's very common to if you're not if you're not in church, you're not you know regularly reading the Bible. For that temptation to kind of doubt some things is going to rise up. Yeah. That's normal. Mm-hmm. Um, but the key thing is, is that like I said, if you're if you're going to say that you're a real Christian, that you're somebody who's trusting alone in salvation. Christ for salvation, then that element of being born again where you're going to strive to honor God with your life, that's going to include, you know, build, growing in your relationship to Him by reading the Bible, by worshiping Him mm-hmm. in the church, you know, by prayer, those types of things. Yeah. So, do you think that you're born again? Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's the key. The key thing is that the difference between you do see the difference between what you said in the beginning and then what we talked about how to get to heaven, right? Mm-hmm. Not by works, but by what Jesus did. So I would just encourage you. I mean, if that's if if you really are trusting in Jesus alone for your salvation, then you should you should you know live your life to try to honor Him, to to love Him, and to be thankful to Him for mm-hmm. that salvation that He's offered for you, right. which would include you know. Getting, getting closer to him and growing in him, growing as a Christian by reading the Bible, yeah. by being under a good uh, church, being under good pastor teaching, that sort of thing. What kind of church did you go to? Well, I was raised Catholic. I'm from Connecticut. Okay. I was raised Catholic, and I was confirmed in the Catholic church, and then I think that was in like eighth grade, and then I've gone on and off. Uh, I went this Sunday, actually. I went to Baptist church. My mom was Baptist. Okay. And to me, I I don't know. I kind of oh, down here it's a bit mainly Baptist yeah. too. Yeah. But to me, I, I don't really see the clear difference either. Like to me, church is, is church. At this point in my life, I'm just happy if I go to a church mm-hmm. to have some sort of you know belief because it's it's God, it's Jesus all around in in you know Christianity. So can I t- can I tell you the difference between Roman Catholics and and Protestants like Baptists or Presbyterians or whatever. There's a big difference. And it's the central difference, one of the central differences is on the thing we just talked about, how do you get to heaven? Okay? The Bible says it's a free gift, it's by faith alone in Jesus and not by works. Okay, it says it over and over and over again. Ephesians two, verse eight, it says, By grace or as a gift you've been saved um, through faith. And this is not your own doing. It's a gift of God, not a result of works, mm-hmm. so that no one can boast. So very clear, it's saying it's by faith, it's, by, it's a free gift. You can't earn it by works, so you can't boast in yourself. You only can boast in what Jesus did. The Roman Catholic official teaching, this is in the Council of Trent, okay, this is like 1500s when they wrote this, says that 
being saved is not by faith alone, but by faith plus works. Now that teaching is contradictory to the gospel in the Bible. That verse I just quoted to you, it says it's by faith apart from works. Right. They say it's by faith plus works. That plus works doesn't work, and here's why. You stand before God and say, God, you should let me into heaven because what Jesus did mm-hmm. and because what I have done. Right. So you're saying, God, look at what Jesus did and look what I've done. If God looks at what I have done in my life, is he going to find me guilty or innocent? Yeah, he's going to find me guilty from Bingo. what you said before, yeah. But if he looks only at what Jesus did, he won't find me guilty. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not in the equation anymore. It's only what Jesus did. Right. That's why the Roman Catholic religion is not genuinely a gospel. <laughs> it's not, not the real gospel in the Bible, and it's not genuinely Christian. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's really important. How you get to heaven is a key central theme in the Bible, and... It's all about what Jesus did. It's glory to him alone, not to you, and not to me, not to anybody. Mm-hmm. So I would really recommend, if you're going to be going to a church, don't go to a Roman Catholic one. You want to go to something that, that some church that really teaches this free gift of salvation. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? Yeah. My mom grew up Catholic, um, but she was, became born again and recognized the real gospel. Right. So I'm very, I'm very acquainted with Roman Catholicism. I've studied it myself as well. Um, so that's really important. You know, you ever heard of the Protestant Reformation? Yes, I have. Right. Martin Luther. Yeah. Exactly. The thing that he recovered from the Bible, one of the main things is what I just told you, that faith alone and Christ alone for salvation. Contrary to Roman Catholic, faith plus works, mm-hmm. that's a very big difference. That was one yeah. of the main reasons the Reformation never happened over that, that thing. That's cool, yeah. Yeah, so. I imagine that you, you own a Bible like that. Yeah. Have you ever read the the, um, the Gospel of John all the way through? No. That'd be something I'd recommend for you to do. It's a, it's a great thing that talks about a lot of what I just told you. Mm-hmm. Do you know John 3.16? Yes. Yeah. But I, how does it go again? It's God so loved the world that he gave his only son, Jesus, that whoever believes in him Shall not perish but have everlasting life. Mm-hmm, that's a, yeah. See, that's a good summary of the gospel. See, mm-hmm. it's just by believing in Jesus, you won't go to hell, you'll go to heaven. Right. Right. Okay. Do you have anything you want else you want to ask me or talk about? No, yeah. but I, I actually think you're you're a very good speaker, I'd say, and it's very very interesting to hear. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate you coming and talking to me. Yeah, absolutely.